Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by CrossFit TNT. Tomorrow is a big day at the gym. If you're listening to this, today is Sunday and we have our monthly benchmark coming up. That's the benchmarks we've been repeating every year. We've been doing the old ones for about three years and now it's time for new ones. So from now on, starting tomorrow, it's going to be 12 new benchmarks. They're all set. They're all planned out. It's an excellent test of fitness. You're going to be challenged. You're going to see something you like. You're going to see something you don't like. And you're going to end up being better for it. I'm not going to tell you what tomorrow's workout is going to be. But I will recommend that you bring your running shoes in. Last year, we did a 5K. There's been a lot of rumors about a 10K. Who knows? All I know is you're going to need your running shoes tomorrow, so bring them on in and get after it. Whenever you come up with a game plan for a workout uh, to figure out how you want to pace the workout, you want to break it down into four pieces. So let's say a workout has four rounds. Which one should be the fastest round? The fastest round should be the first one. The second fastest one, which should be very close to that first round, should be the last round. So first round and last round should be the fastest one. And number two and three should be slightly slower. Now, this doesn't mean that they should be way off. Let's say the first round is one minute. The last round is a minute, five seconds. You don't want two and three to be 90 seconds, to be a minute, 45. That would be way off. It should be very similar rounds. Just a slightly faster start, a good push at the end, and two and three, that's where you hold on, that's where you stay as close to that pace as you can. Keep this in mind for tomorrow's workout. You're going to know where you're at in the workout, how far you have left to go. Are you going fast enough? Are you not going, uh, are you going too slow? It's something you always got to be thinking about during a workout. It's way better to think about pacing and technique and positive thoughts more so than how tough it is, how hard you're breathing, and what else is going on. I saw a neat study early in the week comparing two different diets. One was a restrictive diet and one was a flexible diet. The restrictive diet, think paleo or Whole30, it had a long list of foods that you could not eat and then a list of foods that you could eat. The flexible diet group, they were given a certain amount of calories, protein, carbs, and fat that they were supposed to hit each day. So one group got a black and white list saying these foods you can eat, these foods you cannot eat. The other group didn't have that list, but they were given uh, a goal for protein, carbs, and fats. They didn't measure the outcome of which group lost more weight, did better. What they focused on was the psychological factors. Which group had an easier, tougher time maintaining the diet, staying with the diet, keeping their sanity? They used a test called EAT26. Now, this is a psychological test um, with the goal of assessing the risk of developing an eating disorder. So not diet outcomes. They want to look at eating disorders. Does one of these have a benefit compared to the other one? The results showed that the restrictive group, the, uh, the group that got the list of foods you can eat and foods you cannot eat, they scored 10 points higher on the test. Now, that was a significantly higher uh, risk for developing an eating disorder. 
a score of 20 total, puts you in the category of uh, likely to develop a eating disorder. So the flexible group, they were allowed to eat anything they wanted to, but they had the goal of hitting certain macronutrients. They scored a little bit better on the psychological test. This is something to keep in mind. Uh, a lot of times nutrition, sticking with the diet, maintaining it for a long time, it's a head game. I'm not saying one of these is right or wrong. Some people do better with moderation. Some people just need to cut something out completely and stick to that. But it's something to keep in mind. Let's say the restrictive diet, you can do it for two weeks. You see great results, but then you fall off the wagon and you don't come back from it. If you think you can maintain the diet for a longer time, then that's going to be the better approach for you. It seems like there's a slightly less risk of developing an eating disorder, focusing on the flexible part, saying you can eat anything you want to, as long as you pay attention to the quantities of it. This study was performed on bikini competitors, so people that compete in physique competitions. This might not correlate 100% to a regular gym goer, but it is something to keep in mind and know that there's value to both diets. Having a black and white list might make it very easy for you if you're just getting into the nutrition game. If you've been doing it for a while and you feel like uh, having just the slightest little thing throws you off completely that's off the plan, it might be a good thing to try. Um, you have to experiment. You have to treat yourself as a, uh, as a project. If you do one change, you want to maintain that change for at least two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. If you change 10 things at once and you only do it for a week, then there's no way of telling what worked, what didn't work.